On this week's podcast, I'll be talking about what I've been going through, past and present. So let's get started with the past. Um, I was raised in a single-parent household with my mom and my grandmother, and my grandmother helped my mom raise me. My dad was in the picture until I was about 11 years old. Um, my mom married Aaron Moore, who was the best dad ever. He wasn't a stepdad. He was the best dad ever. He was doing more for me than what my own father would, to be honest, um, until they got a divorce, and I felt like I wanted him in my life even more, but at the same time, I knew, I understood that him and my mom was no longer together, but his family would always be a part of my family, um, and then moving forward to 16, when my mom decided to uproot me to Atlanta, Georgia, I didn't know why, I didn't want to go, I cried for, like, days, because I didn't want to be away from my family, except for, especially my grandfather, because he was my best friend. We talked about everything. Um, we spent a lot of time together, and then once we moved, that stopped because we was in two different states. And then the, that following following month, he was gone. Like I couldn't say say hi to him. I couldn't hug him. I couldn't say I love you anymore, and that hurt. So I started resent my mom because. She didn't have to take me away from him. She really didn't. But at the end of the day, it was her decision. She was raising me. Um, And then I saw my dad for the first time since I was 11 years old at a Walmart in Georgia. And I was like, where have you been at? You haven't been in my life for how many years? And now all of a sudden, you pop up. But... I did not understand what he was going through, and I'm, I still don't understand what he was going through because I needed my father, and I didn't have a father figure at the time anymore because my grandfather was dead. So moving forward a year later, my other father, my stepfather, who's not my stepfather, he's my dad, was dead too. And I was like, God, what are you doing? Like, you're taking everybody away that I truly love, especially the father figures in my life. What are you doing up there? So I started to resent God, and I was like, this can't be happening right now. And then moving forward to my senior year of high school was the best year ever. Prom was amazing. Um, But two weeks before my graduation... They were saying, you're not graduating, you're not walking across the stage, you're not doing any of that. And I'm like, why? Like, I had honor roll. I was like, my GPA was at like 2.8, 2.9, almost a 3.0. And I was an honor student, and I wasn't graduating. I was still hurt. And they said, you're not going to college or anything. They was literally hurting me by saying that. And then I started to get depressed And I started to resent my mom even more because I warned her about her putting me into the school system and and for her to put me into the school, period, because I didn't want to be in the school at all. To be honest, I wanted to be with someone I knew that was living in Georgia that was with my cousin. And it was a totally different school system, a better school system than what the other school system was that I was in. So 
I was in my mom, the only, and I did not, to be honest, I did not talk to my mom for like a whole two to three days. And the only person I really talked to is my big sister. I call her my big sister. She's not blood related to me, but she is my big sister because she got me through everything, especially those two weeks. And she said, told me, either way it goes, they tell you you're not going to college, but you are going to college. You are going to make something out of your life. And I really appreciate appreciate her for that. And if you're listening, sis, I love you. Um, and her name was Darling McCoy, and she has an amazing radio show. I got had to put that plug in. To put that plug in. But anyways, um, and then... After all that was over, I went to my college orientation at Wayne State University in Detroit, and I went to college, even though they said I couldn't go, but I went anyways, and I liked being away. I liked having my own place. I liked having, like, peace of mind. I liked going, leaving and going whenever I wanted to, um, but I was missing my family, so after I graduated... I went back home, but let's f- rewind that a little bit. Um, like, who? Two years before I graduated, I think it was like 2013, 2014. Um, Prophet Hall came to um, Greater Emmanuel, and who pastor this church? If you guys don't know, is Bishop Jeju and First Lady Karen Clark Shear. I didn't go to this church because they were famous. My mother recommended me to go to this church. I didn't know who the pastor was at the time. But anyways, um, and he came to the church one Sunday. And y'all know I really don't, I'm not into like prophets like that. But he came to the church and so I went, decided to leave to go to the bathroom. As soon as I leave to go to the bathroom, he was like, um, that good lady that just left and went to the bathroom, um, she is going to be your mentee, First Lady Karen Clark here. And he has some more to say. He said, get in touch with her. Whoever that was, get in touch with First Lady. I was like, wait, what? Like, that, like, that literally changed my life forever, so... A week or two later, I was still getting a little, I'm a little shy. So I was still getting a little shy. So I forced myself to talk to her and I got her number. She got mine and we've been talking ever since. That changed my life tremendously. Um, And then I graduated college and then I came back home. That was, I felt, feel like that was the worst decision I ever made because um, I think Detroit could have been really good for me. Um, but at the same time, I knew my grandmother was sick, and I knew I had to come home just to spend more time with her because I don't know when's the day that God would call her home, so I had to spend extra more time with her as much as possible. That's why I feel like um, God didn't really give me as much opportunities that as he should because he wants me to spend extra more time with her but at the same time I know I need to get on with my life but I don't know when this is happening and then on top of that the pandemic is here now so I can't really do nothing 
I can apply to jobs for days, but I can't really do nothing. And I really want to be a photographer and a video producer and all of that. But I can't really do that and be on my own until this pandemic is over. So I knew that this pandemic that God placed um, is going to have me spend more time with my, even more time with my grandmother. So that's what I've been going through. Like, I've been going through so much. I'm Every night I think about everything that I should be doing. Um, like I have my own business, I have this podcast, I have photography business, but I have only been taking like photos of like buildings and water and nature and all of that. But I want to get into more with people and celebrities. I want to do wigs for cancer patients. I can't do none of that until this pandemic is over. So, yeah, I've been going through a lot in my mind, but I'm no longer, thankfully, I'm no longer in the depressed stage, but I'm moving from that, but I still have my moments, but at the same time, I know that um, I am not going to kill myself, I'm not going to do none of that, I'm a work in progress. So, I want to say thank you to everybody that has listened to my podcast this week. You can come back next week and listen to some more. Thank you guys so much.